you know. I'm not fucking leaving. Seriously, I feel like I'm financially inside of you or something. Okay. I'm jacked. I'm jacked to the test! Good. You feel it? For all the typical listeners for tuning into this new part of the network, I'm excited to be, to have the opportunity to host this podcast, and I don't know if Twisted Business is the perfect name for it, but it's just what what we kind of kind of settled upon and I, I think it'll be fitting once we dive into a lot of topics discussed here and I just want to want to say thank you to Josh, Tony and Chris for thinking of me for this podcast. I I really am thankful to them and to have this opportunity is very humbling. I I do enjoy podcasting and you know sharing ideas with other people and listening to other people's thoughts and opinions and to to be thought of to do it for a financial podcast is I mean financial business news podcast is pretty it's it's an honor so thank you to you guys and I can't wait to see where where this path leads me I want to just kind of, you know, with this first episode, I just kind of want to keep things very general and and just kind of give our listeners a little background about myself. First and foremost, uh, I talked about it on my interview last weekend with the guys, and I just kind of want to shed a bit more light on who I am. Again, my name is Brendan Anderson, and I'm from Lincoln, Nebraska, born and raised here, lived here my whole life, Graduate, went to and graduated from the University of Nebraska here in Lincoln. I have a marketing degree and a accounting minor. Started off as an accounting major, but as I got into upper-level accounting courses, I quickly realized that I kind of underestimated how rigorous accounting is once you get into the more advanced, you know, things in the accounting world. I kind of thought of it as a way to make a lot of money and just deal with numbers. I mean, I'm a very, very big proponent of data, numbers, analytics, so I thought I could do accounting for a career, but I realized it just didn't really fit my personality as well, let alone I I just couldn't handle that for a career in regards to workload. But I had already taken two upper-level accounting courses, so I wanted to graduate with still having some proof that I have a little bit of accounting knowledge, so dropped it to my minor and was kind of researching what I could parlay into and settled on marketing and I think a lot of people kind of downplay marketing in terms of business degrees but I'll stand up and be a proponent for all us marketers out there without marketing in terms of business you you won't have sales in turn you won't have 
I mean, you won't have revenues. In turn, you won't have profits. In turn, you will slowly see your company go out of business. So marketing is definitely a big part of owning and operating a business. And, you know, to me, I kind of sum up marketing as the the center point of business and art because you have to communicate with your target audience just how, you know, why your brand, your product, your service, your, you know, what you're selling, why that differentiates, you know, in a better way from your competitors. And it's pretty, I mean, the marketing world is pretty wide open now with social media and the internet. But before all that, when we just had basic print, basic video with commercials on TV and word of mouth, you know, marketers really had to, you know, come up with the most humorous slogan to put on a commercial or, you know, the most eye-popping images on print ads to generate that word of mouth. Now it's basically, oh, I post a picture on Instagram and, you know, my following shares it with their following and so on and you create this domino effect and you know it spreads I mean everything is pretty much digital now and it's kind of it's a cool time to be alive for mar- for all marketers because you get to see how how those that adapted to digital did it and how they've you know made killings for their companies by doing that and I, I don't know it, I think marketing definitely just deserves a lot more credit than what it seems like society gives it in terms of how it, how it propels business. But, you know, I don't want this whole podcast to be about, you know, how I feel about marketing, but so yeah, that's kind of my education background. I do not have a finance degree at all. I'm definitely not certified to give financial advice. And I kind of alluded to it in the opening about how Twisted, how well, we came to choose Twisted Business for the name of the podcast. And I mean, just kind of why. Um, I just, I want to reiterate that I, I am not a financial advisor and you know, I, I definitely encourage anyone that listens to this that may hear me talk about certain stocks that I like or companies and certain cryptos that, you know, are interesting to me and that I'm bullish on and, you know, what that what that necessarily means in terms of should I invest, should I not, X, Y, Z. You know, I'm not by any means certified to tell you to invest 100 dollars into this stock to make a thousand dollars in profit you know i'm not i'm not certified to do that i'm just simply doing this you know out of my love for business out of my love for investing and just to share my ideas thoughts opinions with anyone out there and so i just i encourage anyone that listens to this to do their own research about any potential investment that that investor may make and 
you know, if you do have a financial advisor in your life that you have a relationship with or a family friend that, that that's in finance, you know, don't be afraid to, to, you know, start a conversation with them about, you know, Bitcoin or, you know, SPY, which is the total stock market index stock. I mean, don't be afraid to, to just start that conversation and be like, you know, what do you think about this? And, you know, should I, should I maybe look at this a bit more? Don't be afraid to YouTube, YouTube stocks or cryptos that you're most interested in, that you're interested in. I do that all the time. I, you know, I don't like to get too deep into social media influencers about stocks and cryptos. Now, at least in the beginning of my journey, I, I kind of got too into that. But now, I mean, I just kind of see opinions online about potential investments and try to make a decision for myself. But yes, do your own research and definitely, definitely respect your money that you've worked hard for. And just, you know, don't, don't throw money into something that you don't know a whole lot about. I'll just, so investing, I mean, we all want to make money in this lifetime and we all, one of my favorite quotes ever, there's three things we all want in this life. We all want to be rich, we all want to be happy, and we all want to be fed. And that's a quote from Naval Ravikant. And he's one of my favorite entrepreneurs. I think he actually is my favorite entrepreneur. And I definitely told the guys on my interview that Gary Vaynerchuk's my favorite entrepreneur. And I do love Gary, but I think Naval Ravikant is actually my favorite. So if, if you guys listen to this, that's actually my answer to that question. So shout out to Naval at Naval on all social media. He's a good follow, very wise. And another person that is wise that I was lucky and blessed enough to know in my life is actually my grandpa. My grandpa was quite the investor himself and is very diversified with his investments. He had, you know, investments, investment accounts, investments in businesses, investments here and there. And unfortunately, he passed away in 2020. But I, you know, up until his his passing, I definitely got to form a very strong bond with him. I mean, we had always had a good relationship, but our bond really kind of cemented itself in his last couple of years. And I just wanted to share with you guys um, two things that he left me with. First one, I... I definitely had an addiction to nicotine and vaping constantly. And my grandpa was actually a cigarette smoker since like he was 13 years old. And he kicked it for like the last 10 years of his life, 15 years. But he just told me, just think and tell yourself, no, 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 I don't need it. No, 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 no. Just tell yourself, no, deny yourself and you won't fall into it. So... I mean, for anyone that's struggling with addiction out there, definitely just, like, tell yourself, no, I don't need it. it, it I mean, it doesn't have to be nicotine. It can be whatever. But um, just just tell yourself mentally, no, I don't need it. You know, I'll be better off without it. Let's keep moving. And the second thing my grandpa told me 
is invest, invest, invest. And that's literally all I said, just invest three times. And that's all I needed to know is like, you know, I could either, you know, just hang on to my money and spend it on dumb stuff. I could put it in a hole that's dug up in the ground and come back to it in 65 years. Well, not 65 years, but 40, 50 years. I'll get into that a bit more in some other episodes on why I said 65. I mean, 65 is the general age that people cash out on retirements and Roth IRAs accounts, but I'll get into that later. Um, So I could either, yeah, spend it on dumps, spend my money on dump stuff, dig a hole and put my money there, or I could, you know, put my money in the, in financial markets and you know see it go up and down sideways 360 degrees around excuse me and you know either make myself some money and beat inflation or lose money along the way if I sell when I'm down and you know cry but no I mean that really that what he told me invest 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 it really hit me and you know, I've just been on a whole investing kick since, I mean, since 2020. And, I mean, talking about investing, so what does investing mean? And I think we just need to set a premise, like investing implies that you're thinking about the future and what's to come. And to me, investing is more than just a term associated with money and dollars and you know bank accounts it's it's about your your physical health and your mental health and your relationships with people in your life investing is it's a lot more than just money it's about it's about you know exercising eating right so that when you're you know in your 30s or 40s you're you know you're in great shape to take on life and to enjoy life and to, you know, to really extract all the, all the nice benefits that life offers. And, you know, you're just out there going on a run or a walk or a bike or lifting weights or playing basketball with people, just, you know, exercising and enjoying it. And well, maybe not necessarily enjoying it. I mean, some exercises, obviously, not enjoyable, but you still do it. But I mean, like basketball, I enjoy that a lot. Like when I'm out there playing, they're like it's just pure fun. And you know, it really kind of saddens me that people live into their 30s and 40s, and you know, really, really just aren't exercising, and you know, are just happy with not, you know, eating fast food and not really not really taking care of their bodies like like they should and your mental health I mean if your physical health isn't good your mental health definitely can't be good I mean I think a lot of people can can put on a fake persona or facade for other people that their mental health is great but I mean regard if you're on if you're physically unhealthy I think a certain degree like you're suffering from anxiety and and depression 
I mean, I'm not, I'm not in the best shape ever, but I'm definitely not in the worst shape ever either. And I definitely suffer from anxiety and depression every day. Like I, I'm working on it. I definitely see a counselor and, you know, I just, I struggle with my mental health, but I know that, you know, my mental health really, really dips when I don't go to the gym. So I honestly, I work out mainly for my mental health. I definitely like to, you know, keep a good physique, but, you know, I'm just in there, so I'm not feeling depressed for the day. And I know that I did something productive and I outworked, you know, over half the people in the country just by going to the gym. So definitely, definitely invest your money, invest in your physical and mental health and invest in your relationships. I mean, you know, what's a life to live if you if you don't put in effort and time into the relationships in your life. I mean, you could be the most athletic, built, good-looking person, have great mental health, and a lot of money, you know, a net worth that's really, really high. But if you don't have any friends, then, like, how good of a life do you really have? Like, the quality of your life definitely is is definitely below someone with quality friends and not as much money and maybe in less better shape than you, but, you know, they have friends that they can talk to and relate with and laugh with and cry with and, you know, share all these emotions with because they put in the time and effort to, you know, build that bond with someone. So definitely definitely think of investing is more than just money it's it's about and it, i mean it's more than just you know your physical and mental health and relationships but i think those are kind of key things of investing that i really really kind of want to hammer home with our audience and so investing goes hand in hand with time i've i've made i think i've made a podcast or two about about time and just time itself being the main topic of those pods, but I just want to reiterate, like, time is everyone's greatest asset that we all have on our own personal balance sheets. Now, that's sort of a metaphor, like, (laughs) in a sense, we all have our own balance sheets, but we don't, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know, it might be weird, but we to to a degree like we all have our own bal- like hypothetical balance sheets and on everyone's balance sheets there's in the assets column there's time time is is an amazing thing to have on your side and if i'm not mistaken i would venture to say that our audience is primarily you know i would say people age 18 to you know, 23, 22, I don't know, I'm just young, younger adults, and the thing that we all can, you know, relate with and enjoy is the amount of time we have on our side, and I just, I want to, I just want to make sure that everyone knows how important your time is, you know, respect your time that you have in this life, and and it might sound corny, but definitely, 
definitely own and respect that you have time you have time working for you right now in regard like with your money for instance if you start investing your money early like as early as you can like monday morning if you aren't invested in anything and you start you start monday morning that will be probably one of the best if not one of if not the best decisions of your life that you'll make because the sooner you start with investing your money the the more the more benefits you'll enjoy later when you can cash out on that investment or those investments whatever you're invested in you can enjoy more of a gain so i mean that's time in regards to money um time in regards to your relationships for example i mean the more time and effort you put into those relationships the stronger connection you'll have with with those people i mean i've had i've been blessed enough to have a lot of time with my best friends since you know since high school and you know those guys are definitely my brothers and i definitely you know, would do anything for them, and, you know, I laugh the hardest with them, I cry the most when something bad happens to any of those guys, and they definitely, they definitely have, they each have a place in my heart that, that can't be replaced by anyone or anything, so I mean, you know, time is crucial in your relationships with people, and with your health, I mean, how much time are you putting into, into, you know, your diet and what you eat on a, in a week? How much time are you putting into, you know, meditating and praying to, if, if you believe in God, how much time do you put into praying to your God? If you believe in something, how much time do you put into praying and meditating with them? How much time do you put into, you know thinking about how you're feeling, how much time do you put into it? Yeah. Thinking about yourself for, for that matter. I mean, time is so critical and you just need to be mindful and aware of how you're spending your time and energy because it is de- It is by far and away the greatest asset that we all own. So with that, I kind of want to, I don't know. I, I don't mean to be deep either. I just, I really kind of want to set the tone for how serious I'm, I'm, I'm approaching this podcast. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can have fun and I like, I can laugh like no, none other at like the dumbest things, but I'm very passionate about, about what I'll be doing here. And I'm very passionate about just trying to help one person out there because when I started my investing journey, I was I was very clueless as to what stocks were and I'm a business like I have a business degree in minor and still very clueless about stocks and investing for that matter but I just I want to kind of set the tone early one thing I want to cover in this one is just how little we are taught about finance in school um, I know that 
in high school, I was never in a class that covered, you know, personal finance or, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, personal finance, keep it at that. I was never in a class like that. I took a marketing and economics class in high school as electives, and quite honestly, I I mean, I didn't even really pay much attention in class. I just kind of, whenever we had a test, I just kind of, like, wung it, and I don't know. I did, like, I did fine in both classes, but... Definitely did not pay the most attention. Just keep it at that. In college, I took I took introductory finance class that all business majors were requ- required to take, and then I took a personal finance class as an elective. And I think I I don't know. I did I did good in both of those finance classes. Um. But honestly, I've gotten more out of, you know, social media content and just kind of seeing what's out there on the internet for finance. I've gotten more out of that than what I what I learned in college about about finance and money and you know how to plan for your future. So I th- like for me, I kind of have a little personal. <laughs> little personal mission to try and educate someone with this podcast more about money and just planning for the future and family planning than what college <laughs> what college could ever teach you um and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to take away from anyone in the finance world that's certified and you know, a professors of finance. I'm not trying to take away from that, but I mean, let's be honest, guys. Our education system is busted, and we should have been learning about. Like, we should have been learning about what to do with our money, how to pay taxes, how to, how to plan for for tax season, and you know how to become financially free. We should have been learning about these things. In I mean like freshman year of high school it should be inst- like instilled in the high school curriculum but yet we we take chemistry we take geometry algebra physics we take <laughs> I'm not trying to hate on all all the science and math classes either those are just the four that popped into my head right away I mean we take these English classes and world geography and I mean just stuff that doesn't really apply to life and that's no hate either on teachers of any of those subjects or people that you know their careers are around those things I mean those are important to be well-rounded human beings but you know at the end of the day I'm not using the periodic table in any part of my daily life now I I mean I remember that Luxembourg is the smallest country I think in Europe but do I use that in my job no I 
kind of remember the quadratic formula, but I don't use that in my daily life. Like, but do I, do I pay for things every week and every month? Yes. Do I, do I make investments in things that I'm speculative of and bullish on? Yes. Do I, you know, do I, you know, like, do I, do I, have benefits from a job that, you know, will, I don't, I don't even know, just all these things that, that, that I'm doing in my adult life that I know for certain that other people out there can relate with do, and that we're not taught about in school. Yes, a hundred percent. So that is, I don't know, that's something I think we really need to change. A big thing with school is, I don't know, I just think teaching about finance early on in school is such a, such a need in the school system, and I really hope that we can make that change, make that change coming up, and I also hope that we can, we can alter school to where our kids with very short and tight attention spans. I hope we can alter school to be more fitting for the majority of people in school because let's be honest, our attention spans are that of a goldfish now it seems like. I mean, with our phones 24/7, I just feel like most people like our attention is like on the phone. And, like, how can we expect kids to be engaged with curriculum for, you know, 45 minutes to an hour and a half at a time? I just think it's very unrealistic, and we definitely, I don't know, I just think the school system is very, very close-minded and and cemented with how, how it is. It's just outdated. Like, I've, I know I've gone on a rant about this school system we've all been in and spit out through, but it's just very outdated, and besides besides not respecting, you know, teaching money early and often in school, I don't think people respect attention spans of kids. I mean, attention right now is the largest commodity in the world with social media companies profiting billions of dollars with a B off of our attention spans, like, I just don't think school really is it has adapted to, to our attention spans. But speaking of attention, I just want to ask our audience, what do you guys pay attention to? You know, I, I know for certain... I definitely have been more mindful of my attention, and I'd say in the last two to three years, I've tried to be off my phone a lot more, and specifically this past year, year and a half, I've definitely tried to reduce my social media consumption. I think that, you know, when I'm off the phone, off social media, I definitely am more engaged with my thoughts, and what I'm thinking about, and when, 
I'm very aware that when my attention's on social media, I'm I'm kind of at a loss of control of my mind, and I'm just mindlessly scrolling. So I've definitely tried my best to tailor my social media to following like only close friends and only following like financial people that produce content and seeing graphs and analysis and you know if I follow someone that's tweeting about stocks or crypto or housing I don't try to be consumed by their thoughts like if I agree with what they say like that's cool if I don't agree with what they say I try to think about where they're coming from and I might think about it a bit and then I just move on um I just I can't I just can't have my attention consumed by you know, non-productive things, and I know that there's probably people out there that are, like, feel ill will towards me, that I might have unfollowed them on social media in the past year, and I'm sorry that, you know, you may feel that way, but in reality, I just, I don't have the mental space to keep following you and, you know, see posts that, quite honestly, like, don't, improve my life at all and I mean I just I'm very mindful of what I give attention and thought to now and I I mean I just I don't want anyone to take social media and personally like it's not personal at all it's I don't know it is what it is there are platforms to to market and <laughs> promote business and products and it's nothing more than that customer service as well it's it's quite honestly nothing more than that um it's i don't know it's it's just not as important to me as it was growing up and i just i've really I've really tried to focus on what i give attention to i mean i give attention to the stock market and crypto markets and my friends and you know the news and certain certain online you know personalities and shows and videos that i enjoy and you know the sports teams i follow and and my give attention to my my prayer and meditation and i don't know i really i just really don't have the mental capacity to give attention to you know, 700 plus people that I used to follow on social media and, you know, oh, this person just went to Cabo. That's lit. Like, I wish I was there. Dang, now I feel depressed. Or, you know, this person just got married. Oh, dang, good for them. Now I feel like crap because I'm not married. Just stuff like that. Like, I'm just being mindful and giving attention to my mental health. So I'd be really curious to hear if, if whoever listens to this, if anyone does, <laughs> I'd be very curious to, to receive feedback on what you give your attention to. Um, another thing I want to cover real quick is goal setting. I really want to be, I really want to be at the top of my game with goal setting, and I really want this podcast to hold me accountable for setting goals um the goal setting for me is you know 
financially, physically, mentally, and spiritually. There's four things that I think I could set goals for. Um, financially, for example, I think for me, a realistic short-term goal is to, um, and short-term, I mean a year. I think a short-term goal for me is having all my student loan that I'm, I, I think having my student loan paid off is very realistic short-term goal for me. Um, I think a realistic five-year goal for me is is finding my stride with options trading and having an options account that um, having an options account that has twenty five thousand dollars or more in it. I think I think with hard work and determination, I can I can do that. And I'm just I'm really thinking about the long term goal financially for me right now. And I think for me, that's in 15 to 20 years, 25 years, having, you know, having certain investments pay off that have 10x or 100x. That might sound outlandish, but I don't think 100x is off the table with cryptocurrency. And right now with the the current bear market in stocks and crypto i think that with the with the dips in these markets i think that certain certain investment opportunities propose 100x potential and i just i think in you know 10 15 20 years i could realize that on something so I don't think that's off the table and I would just I would definitely like to see a f- you know 5 to 6 figures in some of those accounts with those investments. Physically, you know, I think a realistic short-term goal for me is to be 5 pounds lighter in the next month. Um that would put me at 220 pounds. I'm not really a huge stiffler on body fat per se. Um, I'm six foot, 224 right now. So I guess I'd be 219. Um, I might be 225 actually as of today because I had a pizza today from Blaze Pizza. So good. Shout out to LeBron James, franchiser of Blaze. Um, And I had a dilly bar at dinner and I don't know. I'm probably, I don't know. I don't know. 224, 225, potato, potato. I think 200, I think being down five pounds in the next month is realistic for me with hard work. And I like to fast for at least one day a week completely. And I think with fasting and cardio and just being determined, I could lose five pounds. I could maybe even push 10 pounds if I'm going hard. Um, I'm by no means a like a personal trainer, so don't. I mean, whatever I do for my health, I don't want. I don't want it to come off like I. I know everything. I just. I just do what I know that I can do, and I put. I try to push the boundaries with my diet and exercise. 
I think a realistic midterm goal for me physically is to would be to bench press at least two plates and maybe I don't know two plates and like 25 I think I could do that in the next five years um I think my max for bench right now is a plate and um I know I can do a plate in 25 maybe like a plate and 35 would be my max if I went in fresh I don't think I could do two plates though um I don't know I could probably set a better a better midterm physical goal for myself but that's um I don't know and that's why I want to be better at goal setting and like just being realistic but also ambitious um a long-term physical goal I have in 10 years would be to you know have just be in the best shape of my life objectively run I'd like to be able to run at least a half marathon maybe maybe like full marathon that'd be great I just like to be better at running I'd like to be able to lift heavy weight and um I'd like to have abs mentally and spiritually these two might go together depending on who you ask but mentally I would just like to you know short term I'd like to just keep attacking my addictions and anxieties and depressions and you know uh mastering my emotions midterm mental goal would be to be thinking the most clear I ever have and to and to master my addictions and just keep being mindful of them every day but knowing that I have the power over them and long-term mental goal for me would be to be so clear-minded that all I'm feeling is peace and enjoying even the smallest things that life offers, whether it be the smell of something or the the way something looks per se, you know, just thinking clearly and thinking good thoughts and sending good vibrations out into the world. I'm really, really trying to master that, but I know that's a very long-term thing for me. So I would definitely like to see myself do that spiritually you know in the short term i would just like to keep finding myself going to church on saturday nights or sunday mornings and you know being with you know my god that i believe in and everyone's god's different don't get me wrong you know i just i really want to want to see myself you know keep praising the 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 intellect that i believe in and midterm, you know, God willing, I have a girlfriend in my life that I love. I would like to maybe see us going to church together and, you know, growing spiritually together. Long term would be having a family together and, you know, seeing my children worshiping their God and, you know, what they believe in and what they stand for and meditating, praying with their, with their thoughts and hearts and, you know, just being full of love. So that's, um, that's a little bit of goal setting for me. 
I would be very interested to hear what sort of goals our audience and our our staff have. I mean, I I definitely enjoy hearing what people have have in mind for themselves, and I, it definitely inspires me to go harder and do my best. So, so you know, I've kind of been I've kind of been on these little side rants. Um, I I can feel this this episode kind of wrapping up shortly. Um, just a couple more things I want to to get out there, um, guys. Let's be let's just be upfront about the stock market. This it's, it's a system, and it is it is definitely designed to to see you the individual investor aka the retail investor you know sign up and not really know what you're signing up for and dump 100 500 1000 2500 5000 10000 20000 dollars of your hard earned money into this this market of of greed of corruption, of, you know, lies, of FUD, which stands for fear, uncertainty, and doubt. It's designed to see you, see me, the retail investors and traders, put our hard-earned money into it and see us lose and see us panic and, you know, sell when we're down and realize those losses and just give up on our on our investing futures and trading futures give up on ourselves it's designed to do that so i just want you guys to know that up front i don't say that to like put fear in you and to steer you away from investing your hard-earned money but this mark these markets are i mean this, I'll just keep it at the stock market is designed to, you know, it's designed to see, you know, quote unquote, dumb money like us fail and, you know, get scared and, you know, jump a boat. And it's, you know, it's propped up to, to have the quote unquote smart money hedge funds and, you know, investment bankers just, just profit off of our off our money that that we that we put in in hopes of making off like them it's just designed to see them see them win and you know finance their sixth trip to Cabo for the year that's what it's designed for so just I think it's important to put that out there so that you guys realize what the stock market is but you know, once you realize that, it can it can serve as a as a freeing sense. And I just I want it to be known that I'm always here for the retail trader and investors. I'm definitely one myself and I know that without other fellow retail traders and investors online, I wouldn't feel empowered to do this podcast and to, you know, share what I think I know about finance and I just 
I really f- take pride in that there's this, you know, online community of us and that, you know, we can, we can, like, we can make it if we, if we help educate each other and, you know, you know, stay positive and, you know, even when things are looking down like they are now and, and, these bear markets if we know that we're all gonna make it hashtag wag me w-a-g-m-i hashtag wag me we are all gonna make it if we just remember that and you know keep attacking it day by day and you know controlling what we can control you know the, the light will surely shine again so you know i'm here for you guys and you know i'm not leaving i'm gonna be here Again, I'm I'm truly grateful to Josh, Tony, and Chris for welcoming welcoming me in to the Typical Twist Network. You know, I have a lot of high hopes for Twisted Business, and you know, I know that that I'm gonna I'm gonna put all my effort into this. And like I said. My goal is really to just try and help just one individual out there, you know, make a change in their life for the better, whether it's financially or, you know, the way they think about things or, um, I don't know, shedding light on, on a subject that they might have not really been the most educated about. You know, if I can just do that for one person, then my mission's accomplished. Um, and... I just, I know that I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel that way if other people out there didn't feel that way, if other people out there didn't feel that same way towards me. Like I was that, like I, and I still am that guy for, you know, certain things that I'm not educated about and that I, I try to follow online. So I'm, I'm going to be that for whoever may be listening to this and feels that like. You know, this is just episode one, and, you know, it obviously could have been better, like, it's going to be rusty right off the bat, but um, I've been in it for the long call with the podcast and with investments and, you know, just my outlook on life. I'm, I'm living in the future. So with that, I'm going to be signing off here. Again, this is Twisted Business Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.